The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's good, everybody? Welcome to a glorious Monday morning here on the Early Edge York daily sports betting brand of record we are powered as always by the almighty sports line the best value in all of sports betting and it's not close we continue the show on the road for two weeks down here in florida the players championship continues we're gonna have a couple of live bets for you later on in the show but as always before we look forward we must look back the most transparent show in all of sports betting yesterday a pretty good day on the court Jay Smooth continues his hot run. Houston, yes, I lost a showdown. It burns me. I'm not happy. Yale plus three and a half over Princeton. Then A.B. hitting two of his three. Those unders in A&M and Tennessee, never a sweat. And I am done betting unders in the NBA for good as that should have come in. They scored 65 points in the fourth quarter or something like that. Uh, All right. Now. Today is all about the brackets. Today is all about the brackets. Do you think you can beat these three? Do you think you can beat me? Well, enter the bracket challenge right here. And right now you can win a $100 Paramount Plus gift card and many more prizes that we'll give out throughout the three weeks. But you know when I bring these guys on. It's a big time day. First and foremost, live from Nashville, Tennessee, the penthouse level. M squared, are you sensory overload right now with Mart Madness on, I guess, in about 36 hours? Absolutely. It's not only March Madness. I've got golf on right now this morning. Uh, round three finishing up, getting ready to have round four. Got a little sweat going in that. Awesome tennis. We haven't really talked about tennis much, but there's a great tennis tournament going on in Indian Wells right now, too. And of course, I've already put in about 12 brackets. So we're. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I have called a lot of golf in my career. I've never called a golf tournament longer than this one. I am tired, but I am still fired up. Now, also live from Nashville, Tennessee, but eight floors below, he is dial up AB. Good morning. Good morning, coach. Good morning, everybody. You're right. That NBA under, we should have had a perfect day yesterday, but you know what? It's all right. We got two out of three. It's fine. Now, the interesting part is this. I feel like you've been calling this golf tournament for about three weeks, which (laughs) is about how long it would take me to finish one round in that course. So yeah, you know, I miss you, but you're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you very much. And the man I feel like I haven't seen forever. He is the maestro, Mr. Hartstein. Good morning. Good morning. Great to be back. It's great to be a team like Duke or Wisconsin that gets over rewarded. And it, you know, it basically, I don't know. 
I'll, I'll use clean language, uh, Tennessee. I mean, I just feel bad for everybody in Tennessee. They just don't get rewarded for what they did. Uh, it was an amazing accomplishment. Yeah. I saw so much on social media about Tennessee and I saw Joe Lenardi get eviscerated by uh, Reese Davis last night. I was like, holy cow, is the three seed that bad? But we'll talk more about it throughout the week. Also, we have our 3 p.m. bracket preview show later today. Myself, Jay Smooth, uh, Maestro, Mikey, Chip, AB, the whole crew will be here at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Follow our YouTube channel. Turn on those notifications because you never know exactly when new content is going to come. By the way, in addition to the normal bracket challenge, how about finding the expert, optimal, and upset brackets at sportsline.com backslash brackets? Last year, it predicted Rutgers over Clemson, Syracuse over San Diego State. It beat over 92% of all players in the CBS sports bracket. So check that out as well. So many different ways to play. But let's get into storylines that could affect the betting lines this week for the tournament. And Mikey, I'm going to start with you because a lot of teams don't have the benefit. Well, none of the teams have a benefit of playing at home. Let's start with you. Yes, none of them have a benefit of playing exactly at home, but some of them get to play very close to home. Uh, First, we'll start with the teams that had the biggest home court advantage throughout the season. Texas Tech, Memphis are two that I want to highlight. Texas Tech, a lot of people don't realize they play at altitude. That is a benefit for them, especially in some of the midweek games when they're playing in conference. That has prepared them well for the run. I'm not worried about them. Memphis, I'm a little bit worried about it because their opening round game is two time zone shifts off to the West Coast in Portland, going to be an atmosphere that they're not typically comfortable with. And then on the other side, Larry mentioned Wisconsin. They absolutely got rewarded in multiple ways, not only with the seating, but the location. Their first two games are going to be in Milwaukee, essentially home game for them. And then Duke, an absolute... It's just crazy that they're a number two seed. Uh, so he mentioned Tennessee. I made Tennessee the fourth one seed or the first two seed in the bracket. They ended up getting a three seed. Duke somehow gets a two seed, and they've been one of the teams that has performed, outperformed their expectations away from home. So what this means is we look at their expected results compared to what they did at home and compare those to what they did in either neutral sites or on the road. And these are the teams that overperformed in those situations and are likely to find success in the tournament format. Yeah. For those people who may not know, Duke got blown out in the ACC final by Virginia tech who had an incredible run through the tournament. And, and then on the other side, Wisconsin didn't even make it to the big 10 final and they get rewarded the way that they did. But you know, right now, in, in today's tournament, they're trying to cut down on costs, cut down on travel, cut down on all that. And sometimes teams get rewarded because of it. All right, let's move on to our next storyline. The number one seeds in this tournament, A.B., Gonzaga in the West, Baylor in the East, Arizona in the South, and KU in the Midwest. Now, you've got a storyline that's concerning about the number one seed, but also a number five seed. Talk to me. Yes, sir. So look at the last four NCAA tournaments. A one seed is one in all four, right? But a fifth seed or worse has made the final four in eight straight NCAA tournaments. What? Two good, what? Yeah, eight straight. Fifth seed or worse wow. has made the final four in eight straight. But the important point is this, is that it's one thing to pick your brackets. It's another thing to bet 
during these games. These are two different disciplines. So if you look at the screen right here, you're going to see the seeds and the against the spread with those records since 1985. So understand what you're getting into. We'll talk about it more today at 3 p.m. Eastern and throughout the week. But understand, you are playing two different games when you're picking brackets and picking betting winners. Educate and entertain. It's one thing. No, I, I implore you, don't, if you don't watch our show, do not watch a show where they're simply picking winners of the tournament and a bracket. Those days are long gone. If it's not a show that's talking ATS and money lines, then you don't want to watch it. I can promise you that. All right. Now, when you look at the entire bracket, every single year, there are regions that you look at and say that is a death region and others say, hey, they got to walk in the park. Maestro, which region do you think is the absolute toughest? I think it's the East and I think it's pretty clearly the toughest and we're going to be breaking down each region. We have a separate article on each region with a breakdown Cinderella's that is going to be published on the site. I had to do the East region and uh, just feel for Baylor because uh, you've got Kentucky, you've got Purdue, you've got UCLA and you have a Baylor team that leading scorer LJ Cryer has played one game since January. That was on February 16th. They continue to list him as a game time decision with the foot injury, but there's no indication that he's about to suit up. They also lost JTT, that athletic freak of a mm -hmm. rebounder. And uh, so it's not the same Baylor team, even though they're very well coached. And then this region also has three amazing mid majors. When you look at Murray state, San Francisco and St. Mary's as the number five seed, I do not have Baylor getting out of this region. I encourage everyone to go to the article today, which will be published on Sportsline, and that will show you who I have coming out and also some other upsets in that region. I thought you were going to say Yale and Akron. They're also in this region, and they also won their conference tournaments. Looking pretty good doing it. All right. We've got all things bracket covered top to bottom over the course of the next couple of days. Now, remember, the tournament technically starts on Tuesday night. Two playing games Tuesday, two playing games essentially on Wednesday, and we will be here for it. Now, one play from Sportsline today as we get into our brackets. We're going to go to the NBA, and I understand the NBA has been incredibly difficult to pick this year. Last night, just sitting in my hotel room, oh, the under, under, and it was just like 250, 260, 270, crazy. But the Spurs have been a team that at times have played pretty well. You're going to give me four points at home against Minnesota, who admittedly has been playing better, but they play no defense. And so you give me four points on a Spurs team that's playing pretty good. They cover in 59% of our simulations. We'll take it plus the four. By the way, if you're not a Sportsline member, today is the day. You want all the stuff that Maestro just talked about, the articles, the simulations, the analysis from all of our top college basketball cappers. You only get it if you're a sports line member. All right. Now, <clears throat> let's get into our board. Sometimes you got to be fired up. When you've been calling golf 10 hours a day for four days, it's day number five. Sometimes it can get you down, but not here at the early edge. Not with my crew. No, 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 no. So let's get started. M squared. You know the drill. Son! Oh, that's looking pretty good today. Oh, give it to me. 
All right, let's start with a round one game on Thursday, Providence and South Dakota State. And I'm taking Providence minus two, uh, despite the fact that I basically called them the most fraudulent team in the last decade in terms of being a top team. They actually grade out really well in the model against this South Dakota State team. The line is minus two. Simulations make them over minus four. They have a little bit of a size advantage. They definitely have an experience advantage in terms of playing together. The other side, South Dakota State shoots the three ball really well, which is fine, but it's a very high variance approach, as we see with blowouts all the time in NBA with focus on shooting the three point shot. Now you get into a very uncomfortable situation typically when you're playing in a big spot, especially for a school like this, playing in the tournament in a new gym that they've never played in. This is a great spot to back Providence. The better team should win this game. There's a lot of misconception, well, not misconception. There's a lot of talk out there about them being the luckiest team there. And it's definitely being reflected in the betting market early. Uh, this team is going, the other side's going to be a very trendy upset pick in brackets. But I love the chalk here, minus two with Providence. Yeah, I think, Mikey, part of the reason people love South Dakota State is because they score so many points. And they're such an up and down team. And it's sexy and it's fun. But sometimes we get to the tournament just because you can score a lot of points it does not translate into success. Again, that game is Thursday, 1240 Eastern time. Now, I'll, take, I'll take a showdown with Mikey right now if he wants oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We, hey, you guys are OGs. <laughs> You're veterans. We don't we don't do showdowns like that. Maestro, what do you need to say? Are you in? Or are you out? Mikey? I'm sorry. My, my stuff's cutting out. Yes, I am definitely in. I'm oh. uh, absolutely in. I've already bet this game, but uh, okay. my, my audio is cutting in and out, so I can't hear I've, I've already bet it, too, the other way. <laughs> oh, we've already bet it. So, uh, Jeweler, if you don't mind, could you hit the music, please? It's going to be a showdown. I'm telling you, one of these days, we're going to get Mikey to dance. One of these days. But maybe not before R.J. White. But one of these days, I like the little head bob from Maestro. <laughs> All right. So we got our first showdown of the tournament live here on the show this morning. Providence minus two for M squared. South Dakota State plus the two officially for the Maestro. I'm here for it, baby. I am here for it. Now, let's switch gears and let's go over to AB right now. Because AB, you have found, and again, NBA has been so incredibly tough. But you found... A little nugget today that you like a team that has a new point guard that's been playing pretty good, but they just got blown out by the Nets, and then you're also targeting a play in the tournament. Talk to me. Yes, sir. All right, first, we're going to go the NBA, just like you said. We're going to go with the 76ers at home. Minus two, a low number. Look, they're playing against the Nuggets. Both teams, quite frankly, are just looking to get wins and get things right back on track. I think Philadelphia can do that tonight. Denver hasn't covered in four straight games. Philly, they've covered in three of the last four against Denver. So I think being at home uh, is going to give them a little bit of a boost. And plus, we're playing it at minus two. So it's a low number there. Feel good on that one. Second. We're going to go to the NCAA tournament. We're going Friday. We're going to go Southern Cal minus one and a half against Miami. Now, look, if you ever wanted to watch a college basketball NCAA tournament game that looked like me playing against coach, this is what you're going to get (laughs) because Miami is just four guards, right? They have to be shooting electric to win this game. USC, 6'9", 6'10", 6'10", 6'10". If Miami misses any shots, which they're going to do, USC is going to own the glass, own the paint, 
completely own that game and we're getting it at a low number. So I'll take the team that will double up in rebounds. Give me USC minus one and a half. Yeah, I feel like a lot of these games were mispriced as far as the spread is concerned because you got – I think people forget, or at least maybe Las Vegas forgot, that when you move some of these teams into big arenas or even bigger stadiums, that everything changes from how they perform during the year. USC, they've got the big guys that shoot farther in. Teams just don't shoot well in certain arenas in the March Madness, in the tournament. It happens. I love this play. Now – the tournament used to start on Thursday. That's no longer the case because we got 68 teams in the tournament now, which means it starts officially on Tuesday night. So, Maestro, the floor is yours. Okay, it's Texas Southern for the second straight year in the tournament. They beat Mount St. Mary's last season. Then they got blown out by Michigan. They are facing Texas A&M Corpus Christi and laying three and a half. Texas A&M Corpus Christi, the Islanders, they won five games last year. This year, they won 23. They hired the assistant from Purdue, Steve Lutz. He was the defensive specialist. And I think we've actually seen his absence really be felt by Purdue on the defensive end. They're not as strong defensively. This Islanders team only went seven and seven in the regular season, but they got hot at the right time. They crashed the glass. 14 offensive boards a game, plus five in rebounding margin. They won seven of their last eight. They beat the top seed Nichols in the tournament. I just love the way they play. They're relentless on the glass. I think it's going to go down to the wire. I'm going to take the points with the Islanders, a team that went from five to 23 wins. Uh, I just like their mojo right now. Texas Southern, very solid defensively. This is going to be a grinder, uh, but I'll take the points. Yeah, these Tuesday games are always very hotly contested, very even matchups. So you get three and a half points on either side uh, of these underdogs. We're going to take it and you're going to have to prove us wrong. I love this pick as well. All right. We're up against it. But before we do the recap, I want to show everybody our incredibly busy schedule for the week. Turn on those notifications. Make sure you don't miss a second of our content. Follow our YouTube channel. Here's what we're doing later today, 3 p.m. Eastern, the bracket breakdown. And then round one watch parties. That's right. Afternoon, AB will host on Thursday and Friday. I'll be doing the evening session. But we're going to watch right along with you. Look at our bets, live betting, all that cool stuff. We're going to do it Thursday, Friday afternoon and evening. And then, of course, we'll set up for the weekend as well, but we're up against it. Go grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap courtesy of the jeweler. And it looks absolutely glorious. M squared on one play first round Thursday, Providence minus the two, a showdown with the maestro South Dakota state. Then a B one play today, 76 was minus two, one play from the tournament USC minus one and a half. That game is on Friday. Then the maestro one play, Tuesday night play-in game, Texas A&M, CC, plus three and a half. Then one play from Sportsline again. Become a member. Do it today, plus four. Then live betting the Players' Championship, the event I'm calling live right now on PGA Tour Live on ESPN+. Plus. Jeweler, show your face. Coach. Oh, there is the man. I got to know what you what you think about this. For the gentleman okay. going a little different, I've okay. got three live outright bets. We're going to t- take Sebastian Munoz at mm-hmm. 10 to one, mm-hmm. Adam Ron Lahiri, 10 to one, Will Zalatoris, 18 to one. The thinking, I don't... Here, is, the thinking here is this, right? The favorite okay. are our star powers. You got your Sam Burns, your mm-hmm. Paul Casey. I know you love Paul Casey. <laughs> uh, 
Munoz and Lahiri, they're short hitters, but they're accurate off the tee. You got a forecast that's looking very similar to how it was yesterday when both of these guys lit it up. I'll take the longer names around here as opposed to the shorter names uh, going with hashtag value and Will Zalatoris <laughs> at 18 to 1 because let's be honest, he's had a pretty good day today. And yep. whoever's playing hot today. All right, here's the problem. Will Zalatoris cannot putt. We actually focused on one of his putting strokes, and he actually took the putter out, brought it back in, and then it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. He's a terrible putter, and he hits it great, but not today. Plus 1,800, there's a reason for that. I, I don't think Zalatoris can win. Lahiri is ranked number 322 in the world, and early on today, he can't make a putt. He's hitting it all over the place. Hate that. Sebastian Munoz, I don't mind that. He shot a 65 in the third round. He's sitting, he's hanging out, he's going to be playing late. So of these three, Munoz is the one that I like the best. Can I can I counter with, this is a weird week for golf, and so something weird is going to happen with the winner. That's why I said I'm not about to call anything, because with what I've gone through the last five days, hell, John Rahm could shoot a 63 and come back and win, because he's right there. And by the way, little nugget, there's never been a defending champion successful in defending his title, JT. Not that far behind. If he can get on a heater today, too, he could come back. So maybe there's some long odds with big-time players. JT, Rom, Hovland had a hole-in-one at the eighth hole today. He got it back to four under. So there's some big names lurking four or five shots back. It's going to be fun, nevertheless. Thank you, Jeweler. Uh, By the way, don't forget, did I mention, do you think you're good enough to beat my guys, AB, M-squared, Maestro, J-Smooth, Chip, all them? Then enter the bracket challenge. CBSSports.com backslash early edge bracket. I can tell you this. We've already tripled the amount of people that have entered from a year ago. We're growing, but we're growing all because of you and we can't do without you. But there's a lot more of you out there that haven't entered yet. This is all about bragging rights. It's all about Paramount Plus gift cards. It's all about t-shirts. And it's all about the crew. So with that being said, Damn, it's been a fun week. I love this. We do it all because of you. We love it so much. There's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, I love them all. A, B, M squared, Maestro, and of course the jeweler, our executive producer, puts it all together here at the brand. I am the coach. Right down our schedule. I don't want to get any tweets. Saying, Coach, you didn't tell me this. Coach, you didn't tell me that. We tell you everything. So go tell your friends. There's only one brand you even need to worry about. We like to call it the early edge. Good luck. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+.